The following is brought to you by Braided Media. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. We feature guests of varying backgrounds and lived experiences to share their empowering stories, knowledge, and insights. Our goal is for you, the listener, to fill your mind with empowering content to further empower your human. I'm your host, Inkeaching Waffle Robinson, and founder and CEO of Empowered in My Skin, Inc. I'm an award-winning technology executive, having been awarded Most Powerful Women in Canada Top 100 by the Women's Executive Network, WXM, in 2020. But that's not all. I'm a proud author, an International Federation of Bodybuilding Pro Athlete, an inspirational speaker, and viral sensation with speeches that have been viewed over 10 million times worldwide. I trust that you are already feeling empowered. So please listen, leave a review, share the podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Yes, great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to the next episode of Empowered My Skin, the podcast. My next guest is a minister, a strategist, and the purpose coach. As the purpose coach, she works with women to gain in-depth insight into who they are so they can live their lives with clarity, consistency, and confidence. Those are powerful C's. Before stepping into full-time purpose and launching her own coaching firm, she worked in the not-for-profit sector for over 20 years, specifically with organizations serving communities experiencing marginalization. She is a three-time author, certified life skills coach, personality dimensions level three trainer, and holds a bachelor in Christian ministry with post-certification in adult education and cognitive behavioral therapy. She's also the founder and host of Preach Sis, a global movement and event for female Christian communications. She has a family and they are first her first ministry. She's a proud mother of merging blended family of five. Wow. Together with her husband, Evan, she lives a full and exciting life in Brampton, Ontario. <laughs> and now it's time, you, my listeners, my family out there, to put your hands together, bring your ears together for this amazing, the phenomenal Nicole Salmon. <laughs> Yay. I need to hire you. Like I need to, I keep saying like, I need to hire you and take you with me. Your hype, your hype woman. My, but then I've got a lot to live up to. After, right? So it's kind of like, all right, you got to bring it. You and you live, it. you live, you live up to it. Like I know what's coming. That's why I was like, okay, I have to, I have to get myself ready for like the, the amazingness that everyone's supposed to be, is going to be receiving in a second. So just to start, I have to share, uh, my team did the research and they found some cool facts about you. So one, we know Nicole loves God passionately and apparently anything rose gold. Yes, ma'am. Stationary makes my whole, and stationary makes my whole face light up. Is that true? Yeah. Right. It's so true. Drift it's stores so true. is how you unwind. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> how do you unwind in a thrift store? I would be so. I love sorting. Oh. So yeah, my, my husband will know I'm stressed cause I'll start ordering things in the house, like, you know, neatening up shelves. And so I like that rummage factor. It's the same reason why I love winners. Okay. But I get to have this, I get to have that experience minus 
the what you call it the receipt at the end, <laughs> right so i can feel like i'm bawling out of control when i'm in like value village and i'm just like yeah throw it in the car you know and i love and it because so, your style yeah. is so fly yeah. and oh, you have such you. a unique and fly <laughs> i love that and uh, the last bit was you think that cotton candy and funnel cake should be way more accessible completely completely <laughs> not just for uh, what is that cn what is that cne <laughs> Yeah, CNE at like for one month at the in the year. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we can get you. That's your birthday. That's like oh just put a, put a candle on that. And you're good. Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. So I have had the experience of you, and I, you know, I thank you so much. You wowed um, our Empowered in My Skin uh, program uh, some months back. Um, but want you know the listeners of this podcast to get a little bit of an understanding of who you are. So. You know, how do you describe yourself and who you are? Oh, my gosh. Um, how do I describe myself and who you are? I would describe myself. So um, in, in, we, we reuse the word, you know, God, those of us who come from a Christian background, you know, God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Um, the name for Holy Spirit or one of the, the names used in the Bible is the word um, Oh my gosh, paraclete, um, which means one who comes alongside. Mm. And I remember when I was studying in seminary and I learned that, that, uh, that Greek word paraclete, I was like, that's how I feel. Like, I mm. feel like I'm always the person to come alongside a thing. And so while I have, you know, I would describe myself as someone who has great leadership skills. I'm not necessarily someone who fights for the limelight, if someone's doing it and doing it well, I'm like, yay you, I'm very much a cheerleader for that. But where there are gaps, I'm always the one to kind of come alongside. Mm. And so whether that's with an individual life, whether that's a couple, my husband and I do couple coaching as well, premarital, or whether it's an organization to come alongside them, you know, to move them forward strategically. I've noticed that that's the overarching I would say that's who Nicole is. She's a paraclete. She's one who that. comes alongside. Oh, I love that. I, and it's so interesting because in the corporate world, I think the one thing that came to me, comes to me is you have that skill of, you know, there's certain people that really understand. And I, I hate to use this because we're black women, but there's these people that fill the white space. They mm-hmm. know, they find where there's, there's those gaps that need... Yes you know, almost needs soul. It needs, yes. it needs purpose. It needs meaning. It needs, yes. it needs something more than, than this empty space that is right there. And then they create in that space. It sounds right. like that's almost, that's what came to me. And like when you were speaking, mm-hmm. we're, you know, two years into where normal drastically changed for so many people, what was termed normal. And in fact, mm-hmm. I think it's, um, I think it's provided us an opportunity to really, really live you know mm-hmm. personally for anyone that's really embraced it but my question mm-hmm. to you is and with all the work that you do and just from a Nicole perspective what's been your biggest revelation the biggest revelation is so two things but the biggest one is how how therapeutic silence is and how much we do to avoid it Oh, dude, yeah. talk more about this. Yeah. So like on, so on the heels of what you just said with the pandemic, I think for some people, like they're living, especially introverts, they're living their best lives, <laughs> you know, for, for others, they got projects off the back burner that had been sitting for a while. 
And some people learned that their problem was not time, it was discipline. Mm -hmm. and, um, and some people learned that they were broken. And some people learned that they had childhood trauma. And some people learned that they don't love their spouse anymore. And some people learned that they're in the wrong job. Like the silence of having to do less mm -hmm. and be at home has been like every therapist friend that I have is backlogged. <laughs> for client appointments um, because it sent people running for the hills for, for all kinds of treatment, therapy, physical, you name it, spiritual, life coach, all of it, because silence reveals. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about if you're standing in an empty auditorium and you talk, you know, that lovely acoustic sound of your voice filling the space, our soul is always speaking. It's just that usually that room is full. And so imagine your soul is trying to say, hey, sis, we're not doing so good, right? Some of us hear the whisper. We silence it by putting more in the room. Some of us can't hear the whisper um, because there's too much in the room. And so the pandemic booted everyone out and mm -hmm. said, quarantine. <laughs> and so now what, what used to be silent whispers echo loudly in this empty auditorium. Mm -hmm. and And we have had the choice to sit with the discomfort for a while, um, get help or ignore it and try to fill it with new stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think that's been, I've always kind of known that. Mm -hmm. um, I had that revelation like several years ago, but when I, but being on this side of the seat now, having all of these women who started coming to me in high numbers during the pan pandemic. Um, yeah. Realizing that, it wasn't because you needed more time why you didn't write that book, sweetie. <laughs> Your problem is discipline. Your problem is procrastination. Your problem is a lack of a plan, right? Mm. Um, accountability. Um, and like I said, like brokenness that we mm. didn't realize. Like I found myself in moments in this pandemic, like crying yeah. for like for seemingly no reason. I've, I, 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 I'm going to put my hand up on that one. Yeah. seemingly no yeah. reason there's cute little children dancing around doing pirouettes and i was like oh, oh. Like, <laughs> like the weirdest moments like i hope nobody walks in and one in the room and wonders like why is she crying is mm -hmm. she okay mm -hmm. um funny story one day i was doing yoga in my upstairs bed bedroom door closed my little quiet time with myself and god my window was open I can't remember if I told you the story, but my neighbor who's Muslim, he apparently, my husband told me after he, he came by and he knocked the door and he was like, is everything okay? And my husband's like, yeah. He's like, well, he's like, cause I hear like wailing. Like I'm, he's like, I can hear wailing like coming. So my husband, he's like, Oh, my wife, she's just praying. She's just, pray she's just praying. But I was had like yoga has been that for me, yes. like with all the mindfulness yeah. and deep breathing. Mm -hmm. And I was doing like a stretch and it was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like hollering, like <laughs> hollering, in, you know, in the middle of like downward dog, right? <laughs> So my neighbor had to come over and be like, is this family? Is, is she like, it's like, what is happening? He's like, oh no, that's just my wife. She's just, and he's Muslim. So he probably pays like three. He's probably thinking I pray like 30 times a day. It does not sound like that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I absolutely, oh, I, I absolutely love that. And I, and I thank you for sharing that. I think that that will resonate for, 
a lot of people and you know to the to the whole comment around i i i feel like i've even had seasons within the season yes you know seasons of good and then it's yeah. almost like there was growth yes and then i was on this other level where oh my gosh now there's this piece of uncertainty and mm -hmm. angst and a little bit of anxiety that i have to work through and so i have found and I know for sure I've been progressing, right? My whole thing was better, not bitter. And so it's like really coming mm. out of this season, just, you know, so much better. Mm -hmm. But I recognize every rung you get on to in life, there's just something that hits you, you know, like um, right. some trigger or some childhood memory that comes back that you didn't even know was hidden. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I can imagine what people have been going through, but let's talk, let's move into the conversation around purpose. Yes, because I, I'm assuming in this time, a lot of people have been like, what am I doing with my life? Maybe right. people have lost jobs and then suddenly didn't know what they wanted to do to your point, realize they didn't even they don't really like the job that they're currently doing. Mm -hmm. And so there's this there's this con like there's this thought, especially in a lot of the circles and friends that I've had where people seem to feel like purpose is this thing that they just don't know. They don't know where mm -hmm. to find it. They don't know how to get there. So, you know, as a purpose coach, what can you, what can you tell us? Cause I know you have some fun, <laughs> get ready, get your notes out. Okay. Go. <laughs> what can I tell you? So, um, for anyone who's listening, who is a regular follower, will probably know what I'm going to say next. And I always start off my response to this type of question the same way, which is that the number one mindset shift you'll ever have to wrap your head around is that it's not a destination. It's a lifestyle purpose. One Oh one, get it again. out of your head <laughs> that there's one job, one man, one place to be one kind of I iconic thing that God just kind of went bloops and dropped you into the center of the universe. And then he shut all the lights out, spun you around and then went find it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not. And, 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 and holding that, that idea really, shapes out the kind of life that is so like insatiable and you're like this forever groping in the dark, which is not at all what God intended for us. And so in fact, it's not a place that we get to, it's a place that we live from. Mm -hmm. And so many of us have been, we're, we're very do, uh, do focus culture, right? Like we, we use do and who synonymously, mm -hmm. what do you do? Right. Mm -hmm. Tell me about, tell me a little bit about yourself. Mm -hmm. What someone is asking is about your career and what you do, but a little bit about myself is not the same thing as my do right. and my who are two different things. And so whenever we kind of set our, our identity, like hang our identity hat on that hook of the do every time that hook moves and then we go to you know hang the hat it hits the ground and we end up feeling like i don't like this job anymore oh my gosh did i just waste the 10 years the last 10 years of my life and that's something that has come up a lot over this last year in the pandemic with coaching is you know like oh my gosh i was wrong right and and it's like i always say with god nothing's wasted you know and really and truly Walking in purpose, living a purpose-driven life is doing the ongoing and the daily work necessary to reveal and stay aligned with your who, not mm. with your do. I love that. I yeah. Love that. And life is just so different. Like the air is clear up here. You you want to you want to know what skincare routine to use? <laughs> this is the ultimate glow up. It, It'll is. Get your bank it is the Jesus, right? it's Jesus juice, right? 
right? It'll get your bank account right. It'll get your relationships in check. Like, like purposes. Yeah. Purposes. The new black. <laughs> it, it brings It's joy, you know, and it's, I love that you talked about what I typically say is, is human doing versus human being. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, you're on a panel and they're like, Oh, you know, you, I, and I, I love this typically, especially a lot of times they let me be the last person, especially mm-hmm. if they know who I am. And everyone's gone through and given their sort of their resume, their work resume, like their mm-hmm. corporate resume. And then they get to me and I'm like, oh my God, well, my name right. <laughs> means God's gift. Right. And I believe that I'm gifted to empower, you know, because right. you were right. When you do live in your who, you bring meaning to everything that you do. Is that, is that? Yeah. Is that- and what would you say? Like, suppose you still had that same opportunity on the panel, but you were recently um, let go and you were unemployed. Yeah, I wouldn't, right? I would still say that I'm, I'm. No, God. I know you would, but oh, I just right. mean in general, like, you know oh. what I mean? Like it, when we hang it on the do, and I remember that feeling when I graduated from school and, and like everybody like had their placements, they were pastoring, they were doing stuff, but I hadn't figured out yet, like what I was supposed to be doing in that season. Um, I was super clear about my who, but I was so focused on the do and, I felt really small and insignificant. Like when I would run up on people, I'm like, I would be practicing sometimes in the bathroom. Like what's this facade that I'm going to paint today. That's going to make me look amazing. Cause I don't have a do to share. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the do was what gave me value. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's also like, that's one of the drawbacks of hanging who you are and how you feel about yourself and how you see yourself on what you do. Cause what if your do doesn't align with your who? And for many of us, our do, we're not, we're not, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even when we're there, we still don't hang it because that it can always change. Mm-hmm. And in your line of work, I, you know, have you, you know, what happens when you meet a, cl- a, a client and mm-hmm. they're maybe unhappy in their job? You know, what experiences have you had where nothing changed? Right. But their the the their approach to their work changed after right. working with you what what happened there right um believe it or not that's more that's often the case that people are either able to stay or just stay a little bit longer right out the season right when they get super clear about who they are because when you understand who you are you may recognize i always say there's a difference between um you know that feeling of I'm tired versus I'm out of alignment Mm. and they're very similar. And oftentimes what people are actually experiencing is exhaustion. Not there, there is, there is exhaustion or tiredness or out of alignment. And I always say the best way to know is if you take some time off work and sleep and do some, all the stuff you love to do and you still wake up tired, you're not tired. You're out of alignment. Mm. Right. Like if you're doing all the things to fill your tank and you still feel drained and depleted, you're a different kind of tired. You're out of alignment. It's not it's not the kind of tired that sleep can fix. Yes. And so oftentimes we confuse the two and we say and so for many people coming back into alignment brings joy back into the work that they're doing. Um, They know how to show up more effectively, what to say no to, where to raise their hands a bit more, how to have more courageous conversations, how to guard who they are. And again, that like it completely changes the game when you're, when you're doing work from that place and not just individuals, like I've done strategic um, like team building days with, with departments of people where, you know, after leading them through exercises, realizing that, 
almost an entire alignment, uh, an entire department was out of alignment with the organizational goals and values. Mm. Well, no wonder there's so much conflict and things aren't, aren't, aren't getting done. Right. How do you help people to see that we're on the same page and we're seeing the same thing or that you're not and that it, and that it is time to leave Oof. and find more and find meaningfully more. aligned work. I yeah. love that. And so what are the strategies? You know, what can you share as strategies to help people to empower themselves, to start to align themselves or to discover that their, their, that, you know, purpose is within them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so outside of working with your purpose coach, um, there's some things that you can, <laughs> and we, we will let like you know that, how right? to hook up with this purpose right? coach. Yeah. Um, and I say that because there are there are some specific assessments and tools that I use, but even just on your own on a on a daily basis, um, I always say like like um, I always use the acronym GIFTS, right? Mm-hmm. How to kind of identify and and pull out your your gifts, and so you know you want to look for um, for a few different things, right? And 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 that's why I say a coach or just somebody a little bit removed from you, because sometimes it's hard to see yourself and do the analysis because you've got these jaded blinders on now because you're completely tired and depleted and you're not seeing accurately, right? And so you want to look at, you know, what is it that, what when you look at what is that thing that, um, that gives you life, right? That thing that you just, you could be tired and you just, you put your hands to it and it just energizes you, right? So look at the things that gives you life um, that, that energizes you look for, I look for what irritates you. Mm. Right. So, um, for me, one of my gifts is that I, I have a strong, um, like strategic mind. Like I can see to the core of complexity, like strategic planning is one of my strengths. And so if I'm anywhere and something's off schedule, of course, not running effectively, like, mm, like, it gets under my skin, like, Mm. like, like no other. Right. Mm. And so I had to start paying attention to that. Um, I'm, I'm also really great with project startups. I thought that I lacked commitment Mm. for years in work because I was always jumping around from like project to project and department to every time there was an opportunity, I felt like I was jumping ship. Um, but it wasn't, it was that I was lending my gift. I was mm-hmm. lending my who to where it was needed, mm-hmm. but I felt guilty because I thought, you know, like a good coworker, it's somebody who stays long and, you know, has this many years of tenure and all the awards for being there long, but that's not where I thrive. Mm-hmm. And that's not where I contribute best to the organization. Right. Um, so knowing what irritates you is a great indicator, um, knowing what, what irritates you, what frustrates you, knowing, um, what you, what you do well, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Naturally. So just even like, what are other people saying about you? Mm-hmm. Right. Like what kind of feedback good and negative, because even the negative feedback, if you listen to it, it's telling you something, it just may not be coming out of the preferred mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. So I always think of the story of Joseph if you know Joseph and his coat and his five brothers and you know he has these dreams and um as the scripture says that I think it's in about 25 um Genesis 25 or 29 there he's going out to meet his brothers and they're like oh here comes the dreamer right but they're saying it in a derogatory way 
But really, they didn't even realize that they were identifying yes, yeah. one of Joseph's, Joseph's yes. gifts. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that would take him through the next two to three decades of his life was his ability to receive and understand dreams. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know it at the time, but they're like, oh, how come that? Right? So even though it may be negative, right? Oh, she talked too much. Oh, she always got something yeah, to say. Oh, she got a, a strong opinion. Right? <laughs> oh, she got this. She's got that, right? Yeah. What? There's still information in there. They didn't say it right. They didn't have your best interest in mind, but but there's still information. There's still information there. So, yeah. Going and the T and what, the T is what? Go, sorry? The T. You were going through... Oh yes. So what, what, um, around what terrifies you and then Terrif what do people say? Yeah. Okay. What do people say? And so, yeah, it's really like this ongoing, it's, it's not just the inventory. It's not just taking up this hoarding, this inventory. Cause some people are like, I've done all of those tests before. Like who cares? I know I still don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. But then it's now taking my clients through the process of Let's overlay that with your calendar. Yeah. Let's overlay that with your spending. Let's mm -hmm. overlay that with your time. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, I have a client, we did a half day planning session. She's a designer and she told me in her business, she wants to build out a sequence so that she can start to make more money while she sleeps. Mm. Right. <laughs> I'm like, cool. So she started reading off her projects for the year. Mm -hmm. And I had to say, darling, not one of these projects are going to allow you to make money while you sleep. You are needed for everything you've listed. Mm -hmm. And so she was kind of like, oh, okay. So I'm like, well, how can we rethink what you're building? Because you told me this is what God told you. You need to spend more time with your family. You know, it's important for you to do this thing, but you're still working. You're still working with the same methodologies right. and setting the same type of goals and then ending the year frustrated and empty because you're like, I did all of this work. Mm -hmm. Why don't, why do I still feel out of alignment, out mm -hmm. of purpose? Mm -hmm. And so it's knowing how to overlay what you're learning with yourself mm -hmm. about the, over the other areas of your life to start to make strategic changes that are going to better align all of your life right. with, yeah. with who you are. So what you just described is your ability to bring her to clarity. Absolutely. And you talk a lot about clarity. Absolutely. So, and with a coach, it's very, very simple, right? Because yeah. like you said, you have this, un, you know, you have this untethered person that's, you know, not tethered to your life that's yes. able to have this view without feeling anything. But without a coach, how, what are some things that we could do on a daily basis just to get to a little bit more clarity, even the clarity to say, I need a coach? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I think that if you are, so to answer that piece around the clarity to say that I need a coach, if you have taken yourself as far as you can take yourself, mm. it's time for a coach. If you have hunkered down more than two times and said, I'm going to get this done and it still doesn't get done, you need a coach. <laughs> if it's taking you three years, what you should have done in three months you need a coach, <laughs> right? Those are some, those are some great indications because many of the women I serve feel guilty for coming to me because they feel like they should be able to get it together on their own. They're like, I'm a strong, smart, capable woman. Like I should be able to pull myself up on my own bootstrap. Like I know all of this stuff. 
why should I have to pay somebody to breathe down my neck to get it done, right? And so the, the reality is, is that we all are better with accountability. Mm-hmm. We are all better in community and, um, and someone else brings a piece to your journey that we were built to be in, in interdependent creatures yes. and that person who's in your in your space for a season they're there to contribute something that you need to take the thing to the next level and so yeah, yeah if, if you said yes to any of those things it's definitely um time for you to to see a coach um but you could even just what i shared here today take those points if you're taking notes and write them out as a question to yourself mm. so even like if you're the person who's done the assessments go back go dig up some of those old assessments sometimes we do them and we don't even we just want to know what color it says we were or it says that i'm an innovator or whatever and it gets thrown out or put away somewhere and we never look go back and do i always tell the women like we're going to excavate we're going to brush the dust Mm. off on all the stuff that that you already knew but life just kind of buried it under the dust so we're going to shine your crown a little bit and in doing that polishing um in doing that polishing, you start to see yourself, you start to see a reflection in the polish. And I think the piece that having a mentor or a coach does is that accountability. Yes, you can do it on your own. You can write out the questions and say this morning, I'm going to ask myself these three questions, Mm -hmm. right? The other day I was doing a a follow-up call with one of my clients. It was late and she was talking some stuff. The video was off. I was in my bed in my PJs and my bonnet. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, I'm turning my camera on because you're talking some smack right now. <laughs> and I need you to see your coach. And she's, I was up there in my bonnet. I'm like, you need to see me say to you that that no, no. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes you need that. You need that accountability. You yeah. really do. And it's easy to deceive ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to to do busy work and not realize that our activity is not productivity. And many of us are very active, but Mm. we're not producing anything. Mm. And so who's the person who, who, who loves you enough or who is skilled enough to come into your space and say, sweetheart, the reason you didn't get the promotion is not because you're not skilled enough. It's because you have a horrible work ethic. I was looking at your calendar and you call in sick three times a month. And you don't have a chronic illness. That's not a good look on you. Yeah. What do we need to do? To, right? right? Yeah. Like who's saying those things yeah. to and you? We can't be afraid. We can't even be afraid to hear that truth. But it's only if we actually want to that's right. Experience ourselves at our right. highest, truest expression. That's My right. word for this year actually is effective, right? It's, it's, wow. it's, it's not that I don't have time. Yes. It's about how I've been managing it and, yes. and, and what productivity means to mm-hmm. me. So it's going to be better with a coach. <laughs> so um, as a final question, before I get into Rapid Thrivers, you talk about aspirations versus assignment. Yes. And would love if you can, you know, you know deconstruct that for us. Mm-hmm. I've been talking a lot about that this last quarter because it's something I've been wrestling with even in my own personal life. And I always figure if I'm struggling with it, there's probably a few others. So I throw it out into the world. And so assignment is one of those, so wo- those words that we, we tend to use synonymously with purpose. Mm-hmm. And they're not the same thing. Your purpose is your who, right? Your assignment is um or and sorry calling so let me just throw out the three purpose calling and assignment right um calling that word kletos simply means an invitation right it's god saying 
I've given you some abilities. Now I'm inviting you to join with me to use those abilities to solve this problem. That's a calling. So we feel this inward pull towards sometimes a particular sector or problem. People say, what problem in the world are you here to solve, right? Mm -hmm. That's a calling that we feel. Our assignment is time limited. It's the time that we are placed in a sphere to complete or influence in a particular way. Um, Many of us outstay the assignment because we still see assignment and purpose as interchangeable. And we think that our purpose is our due. And because we're doing something right assignment and we're enjoying it and we're having impact. If we are not careful when it's time to shift to the next assignment, we will overstay. We will overstay that time. And so there is every every season of life there's there's an assignment or assignments that god has given to you yes. and people, then right? especially people to be assigned to you and people yes yeah. pe- things people mm-hmm. absolutely um that you're assigned to and then but then especially as creatives because we're made in god's image and he's a creator we're always thinking of things we want to do mm-hmm. those are our aspirations right um and so aspirations are fantastic some of us have way more than the average person. <laughs> and so the goal now becomes on a daily basis is to manage our assignments versus our, our assignment versus our aspiration. Because what we tend to do is the assignment, you'll often know it's an assignment because it scares you a little. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've heard that before. Mm-hmm. You start to feel like that imposter syndrome, like I'm not capable. I can't be the one to do this, right? Because it needs that God factor, right? Mm-hmm. Your aspirations are things you're naturally gifted at. You could probably do without any divine intervention. Um, And they're great. They bless people. They're a blessing to the world. But if there's an assignment, right, Um, if we allow our aspirations to take up room on our calendar, on our time clock, so so by by where we are not completing our assignment, then we know that we are not walking in our God thing. We are walking in a good thing. Mm. And so the goal becomes to not allow the good thing to eclipse the God thing. Is it a good thing to pick my neighbor's kids up after school? Every day for her because her car is in the which shop. Is the Absolutely. Which is the aspiration. Which is the aspiration. I want to okay. be a good person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I want to be a good neighbor, like the Bible says. Um, but um, God told me, mm, I know that I have a singing ability mm-hmm. and I've been feeling this pressure in this season to put out a single. My, my studio time is around the same time as when the kids get out of school. And then what do we find ourselves doing? Going, deferring the, school, the studio deferring time. This, uh, this. Of course, the children are more important. Right? It's a wonderful aspiration oh to want to be a good neighbor. Mm-hmm. But was it your assignment Was it your assignment? And so if the aspiration is causing you to miss the assignment, then it's no longer a good thing. Wow. If the aspiration is causing you to miss the assignment, then it's no longer a good thing. That's right. That's a mic drop. That's a a tough one. I feel that one because I know how many times, like, you know, I think about like empowering my skin, how I'll push it to the side because Mm. I don't know, I want to, uh, you know, a girlfriend calls me and says, hey, let's mm-hmm. go to a movie. And sometimes mm-hmm. that just seems like the easiest thing to do. I'm connecting of with course. people and keeping in touch with my... And then I come back, I'm too tired to do this work. And then a week yeah. later, I still haven't accomplished 
what I truly believe I'm assigned to do with this thing that lights up my life when I get into the work. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Are you writing a book? Are you writing a book on that? I am writing a book, actually. (laughs) I am, actually. That's my, so that's how the conversation even came up, because my assignment right now is to write this book okay and i have tons of aspirations like pages worth of fun things like some of them are annual that i usually do this time of the year that god was just like every time i get an idea he's like how about you write the book how about you write the book how about you write the book right and so i realized that i was choosing my aspirations because they were low-hanging fruit that gave me delight and writing, sitting down and disciplining myself to write, it's, is, hardest, it's not, it doesn't come natural thing. for me. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work. And yeah. who runs towards hard work? Yeah. But that's, yeah. But, but the reward. The reward on the other side. side and I just it. know I can feel it. I can feel it like goosebumps. I just, every time I think about it, I just, I know that the completion of this book is going to like be a game changer for me. Mm. And, um, not necessarily maybe because of the contents in the book, mm-hmm. but I think simply just because of my obedience, Yes, yeah. you know, simply because of my obedience. Now, Nicole, this is, I just have to, I'm, this is more just in my spirit because I do yeah. believe that in order to be able to fulfill that and to really differentiate between aspirations and assignment, no has to become like full sentences quite often. Full, full. Absolutely. And I always encourage, it's something I practice I had to start doing for myself when I encourage my clients, um, is to practice your nose. Because mm. some of us are a little bit more emotionally emotive than mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. and emotionally swayed. And so we may, you know, we may come off of a conversation saying, nope, this is what I'm going to do. But there's that one person who, when they call and when they ask, you know, it's hard to give them a no or that thing that's hard to turn down. Um, and so for you won't be able to prescript all of your no's, but some of the major ones, like especially now with the holidays, mm-hmm. you know, for clients for who are dreading going to meet up with families who are going to ask that question that is just, you know, making you sweat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, anticipate, be prepared for what your response is going to sound like. Mm-hmm. you know and, and you've, you've got to practice that practice in advance it, so yeah. you're not emotionally caught off guard mm-hmm. and find yourself saying yes again oh i'm so glad you're here can you stay back and help me no actually i i cannot right and so i have a a tutorial called the art of saying no mm-hmm. um and i always ask the question you know for those who feel like they're letting like you're, you're putting yourself before others or letting other people down, what if you saw it differently? Rather than seeing, oh, I'm being self-centered and putting myself first, what if you saw it as putting God first? Because mm. he's giving you something to do. Mm. What if you realize that saying no was actually your way of putting him first in your Being life? obedient to that, yeah. Yeah, but, but it is. It's practicing it, practicing it in the mirror, what my face looks like when yeah. I say it, because I'm not trying to be evil about Mm. it it's just i will i need to be taken seriously i need to be heard um i need to not uh what's the word i'm looking for i need to know that i can say no without explanation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i'm saying it's a full sentence no qualifier needed no preamble no without rescheduling (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) 
right? Yeah. Okay, no, not today, but now yeah, you but feel now, guilty. Yeah. So you yeah. try to squeeze them in somewhere <laughs> down in the week. It's just a flat out no. No. Yeah. Wow. No. Thank you. Thank you for getting us there. And so I'm going to take you into <laughs> Rapid Thrivers. Yes. When you think of someone who inspires you, who comes to first, who comes first to mind and why? Oh my gosh. When I think of someone who inspires me, who comes first to mind. Um, this would be weird, but I think of um, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Mm. <laughs> And here's why I'm always astonished by how they, I mean, with the exception of like some more recent stuff, but generally speaking as celebrities, their business, like it's just not out in the streets. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how some people avoid getting big, but staying small. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, so I, I admire, admire that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing, who you're paying off, what it is, but do you just never know if they're moving left or if they're moving right? If they're together they just, or not together. Yeah. <laughs> right. We just know that, uh, what's her sister's name? We just know that Solange drop kicked AZ and Jay-Z in an elevator. We still don't know all the details. <laughs> I don't even, I didn't even hear about that. Really? Yeah, Google. a big thing okay. years ago. Like she fully thought of it in an elevator. But anyways, like other than that, like big thing out there, like, we just don't know. Yeah. And, and they're, love, and they're really just continuing to grow, which is, which, yeah. yes, I agree with you there. Yeah. What is a daily activity that helps you with your thrive? Breathing, mm. deep breathing. You do it. Do you time, like, do you have times you do it throughout the day? I do. My watch goes off and okay. gives me a little indication. And so it's something that I do for just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's my way of, can we talk about how do we kind of come back to ourselves? Yeah. It's, it's how I come back to myself. Setters, y'all. I like that. I probably have to introduce that more. What is a book outside of the Bible that's helped you, or it could be the Bible that's helped you with your thrive? Yeah. Um, one of my favorite reads that I always recommend is called The One Thing. Oh, um, that's a podcast he, too. <laughs> oh, is, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he has one. Why? Let me look at my, I have my little Apple thing here. The, the author's name always escapes me see it's right here by gary keller gary keller gary keller yeah the one thing phenomenal read okay i'll check that and what's the what's the premise um so it's about um so let me tell you i'll just read the little thing here uh oh it's of course it went out but basically the premise is how to what we're talking about how to get to knowing what your one thing is that mm. you should be doing at a, at any given time any given time okay yeah. yeah that's what it is okay not in life period necessarily yeah. he does talk broad stroke life in general but just at, at any given time when you have like a bunch of things on the go and like is it about helping be... us get to focus so that we can get traction on the things that we need to get done Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I the idea that, that he, he he references um like you know the domino experiment mm-hmm. where they dropped one and they had like thousands of dominoes mm-hmm. and um and and so just the idea that that concept that one small one small action mm-hmm. has a, could create has such a ripple force. effect yeah yeah right and so what if you knew what your one action is that you should be doing Ooh, right now can you imagine right? what can you imagine that that's true because it could be it could be good or detrimental right like it could be that one thing that you did that's not so good and then there's this 
Absolutely. But what if you do the right one thing? That one thing. And yeah, it's and everything else. It's a breathtaking. I need, yeah, I need that. I would love that. What is an app that helps you with your thrive? Uh, an app that helps you with my thrive. Let me pull it up because I always forget the name. It's called Orange. Hmm. Let me look on my phone. Um, but it's basically, I'm looking at the name for you now. It's basically a, a a focus management app. Mm. And so it gives me like, if I'm working on a project, especially either one that I don't want to be working on or one that's going to kind of take up the entire day, it, it breaks up the time for me. Mm. So it'll let me know, okay, it's time for a break. It'll let me know, okay, it's time to come back to the work. Mm -hmm. And, um, the longer, I guess the more commitment Mm -hmm. that I spend on the project is the the bigger the rewards are in terms of the breaks I get to have. So I find that it keeps me moving because I'm like, woo, treat, time for a break. And and do you have to schedule this or does it automatically do it on its own? It automatically does it on its own. Yeah, there's some intelligence in there. It lets you, it it does it on its own. However, there's different modalities that Mm -hmm. you can again that you can choose depending mm-hmm. on uh the size of the project i have to check that out i've been using structured but structured does require like i have to put in my mm, breaks i have to put in but if there's something that has uh some app intelligence in it i want to check it out so it's called orange yeah i'm gonna double i'm gonna i'll email it to you i'll okay. double check my phone for the name i just remember seeing like this orange slice okay that's uh yeah and the final rapid thriver is what is one misconception that people have of you as they see you in your thrive um i think that most people think that i'm more confident than i am yeah i can see that so um i'm a i'm very shy and i'm a huge introvert but because i'm a preacher and a speaker um people are like no so they don't realize that everything that i'm teaching and coaching it's not something I read in someone else's book put a price tag on it and I'm spitting it back out like these are my daily practices that have helped move me Mm -hmm. um, to where I am and continue to sustain me and so I'm sharing them now Mm -hmm. um, with everyone else and I think people just think I wake up knowing every day what I want being clear being confident you know being on top of everything and I, yeah, I don't think they realize how much that I put in the same, if not double the work mm. that I'm asking them to do on a daily basis. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And You're so welcome. where do we find more of you and do you have any projects or initiatives that are coming up that you want to tell us about? Yeah. Again, the assignment right now in this season <laughs> is just, is so whenever you hear this, just be in prayer. I love Lord, it. Wherever Nicole is, find her and give her the focus she needs because she's probably not writing. Um, <laughs> you know um, I'm going to be buying this book, so you got to write oh it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's oh, a- my gosh. But where you can find me, you can find me on all social platforms by typing in Nicole O, the letter O, Nicole O Salmon. Salmon spelt just, spelt just like the fish. If you put in Nicole Salmon, you will get at least 30 white women. I am not um, a white woman. 
woman. So you need that O if you want to find the purpose coach. I love it. I love it. And as a final question before we wrap up, and by the way, I will drop all of your links in the show notes. Um, What does it mean to you to be empowered in my skin? What does it mean? I, when I think of being empowered in my skin, I think about what I am able, I think about a state Mm -hmm. in which the best parts of who I am is able to show up without any consideration of anything or anyone else. And I don't mean that in a, like a selfish, I mean myself and I don't care what nobody thinks, but, but, but I didn't think about what you would think before I showed up. Wow. I didn't think about what you needed out of me. I didn't think about what you would think about. I didn't think about none of that. I just got up, entered into whatever that space or interaction is. And the best part of me was able to come out with, without those other blinders thoughts or yeah all the other thoughts judgments yeah. that people may have i love that yeah that, and you know yeah. that's funny because it's very close to the definition of it, it's very close to how i came i found it empowered in my skin because mm-hmm. it was getting to that point and you know no disclaimer on this one where you like i'm just saying this your opinion of me was none of my business because mm-hmm. i had many mm-hmm. of my own <laughs> about myself that i needed to work through yeah. And I wasn't looking to pay for com- counseling to get through yours as well. Yeah. And it was yeah. Just that it was right. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, just yeah. like, it was just that decision that says, no, no, I am, I am my best supporter. And, mm-hmm. and, and when I feel my best and my best could be in regard, irrespective of what's going on, it could be when the circumstances are at its worst, mm-hmm. yet I'm showing up at my best. That's truly yeah. being empowered. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And my worst. And and my worst. I think it means I have permission to show up at my worst too. Empowered in my skin means like I'm not my best self today, but I can still be a little messy and still bring it. I can still be a little sloppy. But and you're showing up on who you are. Yeah, because yes. this is my truth, right? Yes, there was, truth. again, no judgment about what you might think as a result of it. Right. And I think that, that I personally think that that's mm-hmm. your best self absolutely right because that absolutely. is yourself that is absolutely who you are I'm in that moment without reservation about like i'm very big on <laughs> so people may who know me may not believe this but i'm very big on not wanting to offend people mm-hmm. like i always want people to know like my heart and that like everything i'm doing just comes just like from such a really like good place the things that i do um, which I know like that, like that's not a real thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, so I work. So sometimes when I want to say things, I, there's so many words, but there's so many words because I'm trying and to I'm just make like, sure that you don't say anything that. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm mm-hmm. like, one day I think I'm going to start a podcast. I don't know what it's going to be called, but it's like, it'll be like all the things that I all the wish things you, I wish, you could, wish, wish you I could say, say that you, but I worry that, that I might offend you. Been, but it's funny because now as I like, because I get to speak, I am very fortunate. I get to speak a lot and um, I think I have it here. I, I said something um, and it's, it's I don't want to say it's, it is 
a disclaimer per se, mm-hmm. but it's really, it's about, um, you know, acknowledging that what I'm here to do is share my truth. Right. And, but I also recognize and appreciate that in the tapestry of experiences, mm-hmm. we've all come to this experience that we're in right now from mm-hmm. very different journeys. Mm-hmm. And so my intention is not to be exclusive. And right. if you feel as I'm speaking, there's a, there's a bit of that. I'm going to ask you to just right. share some grace and right. rather than like take it so literal. Right. Right. You know, feel the message. That's know the being place delivered. from which I share. Right. Yeah. Know the pla- yeah. And the message that, and the, yeah. you know, because we are more, alike then we are different through our experiences and yeah yeah and you know and so it's it's interesting because to your point it kind of then allows me to forget about am i going to use the right words right right i'm just saying i'm i may not and that's okay i hold you accountable to to let me know to teach me yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think it may be fun i i may just record it as therapy (laughs) play the b-roll like one just, day. today's podcast episode is called that was dumb <laughs> now i know you've been told that there's no such things as dumb questions but there are and that was dumb <laughs> there are no dumb podcast questions. number two because i recognize as a leader i recognize the weight too of my words like yeah. it's different when i say something yeah than when somebody someone. else yeah yeah right but yeah. i'm just like Oh, like sometimes it takes so long to come out because I'm, I'm, I'm crafting it, you know, yeah. I'm crafting it. But sometimes I just, I just. You know, I it could I'm be like, even if I did not have to have a filter. Here's what I would have said. Yeah. Like I, I have, I think I may write, write, write or record. <laughs> I think it would, I'd have so much fun. But yeah. I, you know, I'm going to start to pay attention to that because I, I like to say that I, I, I try not to, like I, yeah. I you know, I did, I. Yeah. Anyway, it will be interesting. I'll I'll be yeah. watching my I'll be watching myself. Yeah. Nicole. <laughs> so Nicole, I want I want to thank you. I thank you for showing up. I thank you thank for showing you up for today, um, in your fullness of of who you are, and for sharing your heart in the way you did, and and enlightening and sharing your wisdom. And I know that there's nuggets that were shared today that I'm hoping um, there are ones that people the listeners will follow. And maybe just follow right to to the purpose coach, you know, Um, to get some additional help. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And to all the listeners, this is where, sadly, I have to say we've come to the close of this, but we will have her back. Um, But thank you so much for listening. But this is where I have to say we're out. (laughs) Bye-bye. So there you have it. I hope you are thriving and feeling empowered and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Bilyeu says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome sharing energy with you. It's your girl, and I'm out.